Welcome to the RedX Real Estate Podcast. Here, you'll discover how to create stability and opportunity for your business with tips, tricks, habits, and hacks from top performing agents. If you'd like to receive notifications for new episodes, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen. And for even more updates on eBooks, webinar trainings, and other useful real estate content, head over to theredx.com slash blog and click on any blog post to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. Thanks for listening. Now sit back and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Red X Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Johnson. It feels like I haven't been here in a while, uh, a few weeks, but it's nice to be back. And today we have an awesome guest. Today we have Zach Kleindienst. Welcome, Zach. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, guys. Hey, we're, we're happy to have you. Welcome. Uh, for everyone that doesn't know who Zach is today, he's going to teach us uh, how to cold call and convert leads. So uh, really exciting topic. It's going to be great. Um, we have a ton of valuable information coming your way. So a lot of people, I think, especially right now with low inventory, new expireds are getting a little scarce. Uh, yeah. and, and so I think old expireds is a huge opportunity to tap into right now. Um, so I want to ask, what, what do you say to these leads when you call them? First, like, how old do you go back? Like, how long? Um, and, then, and then I want to hear what your script sounds like when you talk to them. So can I give you an example real quick? Of course. All right. So before the show started, I told you guys I just moved down to Florida as well. So I have my license here in PA and I have it down in Florida as well. So I have no connections down in Florida. I know nobody besides my brother-in-law who lives three hours away from me and sells cars. Okay. So I have Red X. I go down to Florida and I'm like, you know what, if I want to build myself up, make a name for myself, I'm going to call expireds and I'm going back three years. So I went back to leads from 2016 and from 2017. So I guess it's more like three or four years at this point. Right. Um, so let me give you the example real quick. I got a hold of the first lady I talked to. She's looking, she's going to be selling her house again. She has a, as a rental right now. She didn't want somebody who wasn't local. So my number was a 717 number. They have a different, mm. obviously, area code. So it was a great conversation, but she wanted somebody who was born and raised in that area. Perfect. The next guy I spoke with, his house is also a rental. The tenants were going to buy it. They didn't come through. He's listing it at the end of January. So I'm going back down to Florida. I'm going to be listing his house for around 800,000. His current house is listed already. And that expires at the end of the month for 1.9 million. And he's downsizing to a smaller house. who's going to buy probably somewhere between four to 500,000. So, wow. um, I got off track a little bit, but like, I think the whole question <laughs> was like, um, I forget the question. I want to just give that example though, because I think it's phenomenal of how the Red X system has helped me with my business in a brand new market. Yeah, because I think if somebody, a, a real estate agent, is moving somewhere new, or even just an agent that is starting brand new in the business, so whether you're moving or not and you're just in the area, that's something that, like you said, you can just open up Red X and, and start calling uh, people that, and they don't even really i mean unless with the area code they don't really know that you're not an expert in the area or anything um they just know that you're there to help them if if they need it so that's really cool that that that's a great point because the other thing is too when you're if you're a brand new agent in the business a lot of people tell you to call your sphere of influence right my sphere of influence would have never trusted me to help them buy or sell a house when i first got started Hmm. brand new agent you know what i mean yeah so, so on it, like for me, that never worked for me. And 
again, I belong to a lot of forums and different things like that. And I talk to a lot of new agents, even within my EXP realty world, I talk to a lot of agents who are brand new and they say the same thing. Like my, my parents, my family, my cousins, they knew me from when I was a troublemaker or from when I did something, you know, over here that I shouldn't have done. So that's how I, like, that's how I was. Like my spirit would never have trusted me to help them buy or sell a home. And I understand why, right. um, but if they don't know you, like it's, it's a great, and people like to keep it sometimes separate too from family or friends. That's so, awesome. So yeah. do you always go back like three or four years or, um, and then just call an area or, I have been, yeah. I've been going back three or four years because those people, they, a lot of times people want to have a little break. Right. When they first list their home for sale, if it doesn't sell, they're tired of the showing request. They get tired of different people coming through their house. Um, so they want a little break. So yeah, I, I like to go back a little bit farther, even if it's six months to a year. Right. It's still, it's still good because nobody else is calling them. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's the thing with expireds is is there's usually angry homeowners because of all of the calls that they're getting from from agents. So so definitely skipping out on the competition, I think, is a huge benefit for agents right now. Yeah, it's always the same thing. It's, hey, where were you at when my house was listed the last time? Two months ago yeah. or six months <laughs> You know what I mean? So. What, what are some common objections that you get with old expireds that maybe you don't get with newer ones? I think it's more so just... Um, I mean, I've had some people who just said, hey, you know what? We had family trouble back then. We're, we're keeping it together. We're staying in the house now forever. We're not going to sell it whatsoever. Um, I don't think any specific objections. I think it's always a case-by-case -case scenario with that individual and what their situation is. Um, right. But I, I just think it's a lot easier to get through that initial, um, like people always have their guard up when you first call them. Like, oh, it's another salesperson calling me. <laughs> um, I don't want a car. I don't want to car warranty or anything like that, right? So you're just not a salesperson. Um, but I think the objections, it's less, it's easier to get past that guard. Right. Because they're not getting blown up by other agents at this point. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, we just got a question from Amanda. She asked, do you send any mailers to old expires in your target area? I do not. I think it's All a right. bit I'm missing, to be honest with you, because I think that's a good, that's a good opportunity. And I do not but I definitely think people should. I know a lot of people who have a lot of success doing that. Awesome. Even in my local market here. So So you just focus on calling them um, and then probably following up and things like that? I do. So um, within the Red X system, like I love the the software, like the CRM that you guys have. Um, I have my own folders, you know, hot leads, uh, follow up in six months, put the reminders in. Um, but I live by my Android phone though too. <laughs> if I'm talking to somebody, I can t I text them afterwards say, hey, great talking with you. The one thing that I can do on the Android phone, and I don't know if you can do it on an iPhone, is that I can schedule a text message, right? So we all do it with our CRMs. You can schedule messages through your email or your CRM. I, I don't live in my KB core or follow-up boss as much as I should, right. but my phone's on me 24-7, right? Yeah. So on the Android, I can schedule text messages if they say, hey, we're gonna sell our home at the end of the month, I'll schedule a text message for the 29th and say, hey, hope you guys are doing well. Hey, just mm -hmm. wanted to follow up on uh, possibly selling your home towards the end of the month or maybe next month. That's one thing that people don't realize they can do is you can schedule a text message and you can schedule as many as you want to on the Android cell, on the Android phone, so. That's really cool. I have an iPhone, so I, I don't think that there's that kind of capability. I wonder if there's like an app or something or like, I don't know if you could just put it in your calendar or something like that, but. 
So I used you to do, do my have... calendar all the time. Exactly. I used yeah. to do my calendar, but then I was like, when, when, when I put it in as a scheduled message, I forget about it and I just let the, the phone do its job. Right. So. Awesome. Well, I want to hear your, your script that you say, like why, when somebody answers the phone and they're like, hello, uh, is it different? Uh, your old expired scripts than, than your other ones. Um, okay. I want to hear it. Yeah. So if it's a brand new expired, I call the objection out right up front. So, okay. uh, Hey, is this Haley? Yes. Hello. Hey, Haley, this is Zach over at eXp Realty. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Hey, I realize I'm catching you off guard and I'm sorry to be another one of like 10 agents who have probably called you today, but I'll right. call me if your home was still available or did you guys end up selling your home? Um, we, we actually, our, our home expired cause our other agent didn't, uh, quite cut it. So we're, I think we're going to wait a couple months. Okay. Perfect. Let's see. So like if that's a new expired, that's how I go into it. I just say, Hey, I know I'm probably one of 10 other agents who are calling you right now. I know it's probably annoying. Yeah, I like that you said, I know I'm catching you off guard because a lot of people, like, especially right now, like answering an unknown phone number is kind of like, oh, what, what's going to happen? Who's on the other side of the line? Um, exactly. So I love that you said that. It makes it kind of more personable and more comfortable. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I think like that guard right there, like the tonality is very important because again, they don't know who you are. And if you're coming across as a friend, but they don't really know it could be a friend. Yeah. It, it just brings that guard down a little bit more. So right. if it's an old expired from, let's just say 2017, ring, ring. Hello? Hey, is this Haley? This is, hello. Hey, Haley, this is Zach over at eXp Realty. How are you? I'm doing well. What? Why are you calling me? Good. Hey, I, I realize I'm packing you off guard. And hey, by the way, I'm taking a long shot here. I think you guys had your home listed for sale maybe three or four years ago. Is that correct? Uh, oh yeah, we did. Okay, awesome. So the reason for my quick call, and again, this is a long shot. I have, I might have a potential buyer looking in your neighborhood or in the area, and I was just calling you and a few other neighbors to see if maybe you guys have thought about selling your home again. You know, I haven't recently. Um, we we stopped trying to sell it uh, back in 2017 just because circumstances changed. We couldn't get it sold, so we thought maybe in a few years when the market picked back up. Um, but no, I, I haven't given it much thought recently. Right. So right there, I'd pick that up right there and say, Hey, well, it's been a few years later and the market has definitely picked up and nobody can deny that. <laughs> right? It's true. Um, because look, if you, if people are on Zillow, they're following their home on Zillow or whatever websites out there, they usually get the updates. Hey, your home value has gone up X percent. You know what I mean? Right. So, but again, the very beginning of the conversation is a little bit different. Like, hey, I'm taking a long shot here. Mm -hmm. Like, again, you've had your home listed three or four years ago. This is a, definitely a long shot, but have you thought about selling your home again? It's just bringing like that. that guard down a little bit more. Yeah, and I've talked to a lot of agents on these podcasts and listened to a lot of scripts and researched a lot of things. And I don't think I've ever heard that specific phrasing before, um, which it's interesting because it's like, Hey, I understand, like, listen, I understand your struggles right now, or I understand your problem. Uh, and, but in a long shot, like, would you happen to be wanting to sell your home? I think it's a really cool take on just all the other scripts that, that you would get off the internet. Yeah. Again, it's calling the, it's calling the awkwardness out up front. Cause you know, if, if you're on the other end yeah. of the phone and you're getting a, like, I know for me, when I get phone calls for leads from different companies out there, 
that want to manage my Facebook or yeah. manage something else for me, right away I want to get off the phone with them. Hmm. And if I respect them because I'm in that same position, I'm making these same phone calls too. But if I have a different person call me and the conversation at the very beginning is different, like it just changes the whole, I think it changes the whole conversation. So, right. hmm. so. I like that. That's awesome. So, and, and our audiences, I know we were talking before, before the show, our audience is a lot of new solo agents, uh, maybe newer agents on teams, things like that. Would you tell them to call old expires? Is that something that you think um, a new agent would have a lot of success in? If, if they're on a team, I think they should have their team lead, at least help them with the red X and get signed up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I would definitely do that because that's the cheapest it's the, it's the highest ROI that any agent can, can have. Right. I mean, if you do the math on that, on the lead I told you about earlier, the guy's going to be selling an $800,000 house. Again, his house might sell right now because it's listed with a different broker um, for $1.9 million. And if it doesn't sell, he said, if it doesn't sell, I want to at least interview you to help me sell this. Hmm. And he's downsizing. So that one client, again, this isn't, that's not very typical. Right. Yeah. But it shows you the opportunity is there. So that one client could turn into potentially 2.5, 3 million in sales volume, which if you do the math on it, 3% commission, that's $90,000. Totally. And we pay what? $200 a month for Red X. Yeah, I know. So that's the thing that, that a lot of agents, we tell them like, Red X is just giving you the opportunity. Uh, it's it's up to you to actually use it and make sure that you find that opportunity. But like once you get a deal, it pays for itself like once. Yep. So. And then some. Yeah. It's kind of a, a no brainer. It feels like. It, it definitely it definitely is. And again, I do a lot of different trainings with EXP and stuff within our workplace. Right. Um, and I always I'm always like telling folks or new agents get on the Red X. And I'll give you my scripts. Like I'll, I'll tell you how to go about it. Cause there's really not a script. It's more of word tracks. It's a conversation because the tonality at the very beginning and just saying the right, and just like bringing their guard down will make the conversation a lot smoother. You don't have to go off a script. It's a conversation. I like that. It's a lot more natural and organic. Yep. I think so. Yeah. So um, I do want to say, because JC asked if, if we can, if you can get old expireds within Red X and yes, uh, that is why we're talking about this. You can filter your leads by date um, and go back as far as you would like. So um, to answer JC, JC's question, um, but we also had another question from Latasha and she, she doesn't want to uh, call people on the DNC list. So do you have any ideas as to how to reach out to old expireds other than just cold calling them? mailers yeah um, you could always try the whole Facebook route but that might be a little creepy um, <laughs> but um, that's really about it I mean that's all I know anyway there's agents who have great ideas out there but my biggest thing has always been to call them mm-hmm. um, text them or I think with the geo leads I believe we not geo leads at least we get email addresses now I believe right the red X um, expires we don't get that though um, but yeah I would say mailers or the phone call. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I kind of want to 
maybe not shift gears, but uh, talk about something uh, like I mentioned before with um, our audience being a lot of new agents or people that are trying to find uh, opportunity in their business, um, no matter the market conditions, because market goes up and down. No, the market is really good right now, um, even though there's low inventory and things like that. But I, I wanted to ask you what problems you think because you you work with new agents all the time you coach new agents and and teach them this stuff but what problems do new agents face often um and and how do they know or how can they know what to focus on so the first the biggest thing that new agents struggle with is um a lot of brokers out there will show you how to so my biggest struggle when i was a new agent back in 08 09 I knew how to do contracts. I was taught by the team of how to do a contract, right. but I was never taught where to find the buyers at or the sellers at to actually write a contract for. Hmm. That's number one is where to find the leads, where to find the buyers and sellers who want to work with you. Right. But the second thing that goes hand in hand with that, a lot of new agents, they don't know the contracts. They don't know what's needed. Hey, if I have a buyer who wants to buy a house today, how do I even do it? Right. So it's all the basics. It's it's knowing the contracts and what has to be put in place for your buyer packet or your seller packet. Because when you have the confidence of knowing, hey, if I have Jim Smith who wants to buy a house today, I know exactly what forms I need. I know exactly how to explain it to Jim. And you have that confidence. Mm. If you don't have that confidence of that, it makes it harder for you to want to find a seller or a buyer because you don't know what to do with them. Totally. That's, so, a, that's a huge thing I hear is is lack of confidence in new agents. And if, if you're not confident in yourself and the value you bring, then there's no way homeowners are going to be confident in you uh, selling their house, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think that's one thing that people have that agents should focus on is just um, focusing on the contracts and just getting themselves familiar with how to explain it to somebody because that will help you find more buyers and more sellers. Perfect. Um, another thing you mentioned earlier um, uh, in in the pre-show and things like that is is the importance of a schedule um, is something that that you mentioned. So I think uh, a lot of people get into the business and it's like you said it's it's a hundred percent commission and so you're trying to to get leads and all this stuff um, and it's new and it's exciting but if you're not putting the right practices in place, then obviously you're not going to be successful. So why don't you talk a little bit about that, about the importance of following a schedule and uh, and things like that? Yeah. So um, when I was first getting started, I, I used to. So again, not saying that there's something about a miracle morning or anything, but I truly do think like I wake up at four thirty, five o'clock every day. It's not mm -hmm. for everybody. You don't have to be like that. <laughs> um, but a quick shortcut that I've always done when I wake up, I write down my goals and affirmations. Like I literally have notebooks and notebooks. I'm selling 16 million this year in residential real estate. I have X amount in the bank. I'm a winner. Like I just write down random things that I think about, right? Yeah. That's my whole, I have a morning routine. That's what I do. I read, I watch some self-help stuff on YouTube, Grant Cardone. I follow different guys on YouTube and all that stuff. But when it comes to business, when I get to the office, if you have nothing going on, your only job is to prospect and get that pipeline filled, like built up, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You don't have to worry about doing the admin stuff. You don't have listings to enter in. You don't have phone calls to make to the title companies, to appraisers, to inspectors, do a reply to inspections. Your only job is to prospect and to get your pipeline full. Yeah. So my day used to consume up just that. And I would also hold myself accountable. So at the end of the day, every day, 
I would send myself an email. What did I do between nine to 11? What did I do between 11 and 12? You know what I mean? And I would see, I'd really grade myself on the day and see if I really had a successful, like, if I felt as though I accomplished something or if I really just slacked off all day. Yeah. Um, so again, it really comes down to time blocking. Like for me now, I have an assistant, but before I had an assistant, I was doing 16 million a year in sales by myself without an assistant. That's crazy. So yeah, you're, you're just, you get capped. Like you can't do any more than that. Right. At least I couldn't. <laughs> um, so but it was all mapped out. You know what I mean? From nine to 10, I'm going to follow up with my, my online leads, whether it's Facebook or other website leads. Um, prospect expires from a certain time and just really cross that, like just time block. Hmm. All the big coaches always tell you about time blocking and it gets to a point where it's kind of like cliche, like, okay, yeah, time block, I get it. But it really does help. Hmm. Yeah, I think um, even just for me and, and whenever I put things in my calendar, like from hour to hour that I know what I'm going to do, it increases the likelihood that I'm actually going to do it. So yeah. if, if prospecting expires is on my calendar and I have a set time that nothing else is in between those hours that I'm doing that, it'll be a lot more likely <laughs> that I'm actually going to do that. Um, but the other thing I, is, really, I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm no, sorry. no, keep going. What? So the thing on that, the whole time blocking thing, I think the other problem to that is that a lot of people don't really have like that purpose, right? Mm. So I think you have to have a purpose to want a time block. Like if you if I don't have anything like any goals besides just selling real estate, I really wouldn't care to time block. Like, okay, I can do that tomorrow. <laughs> right. I'll do it tomorrow. But like you have to have different goals aside of just selling real estate. So like for instance, one of my goals was to own multifamily properties. So I wanted to make as much money as possible and tie it to a bigger goal. So we're in the right vehicle within real estate. Sell more houses, you get paid more money. Yeah. You help more clients, you, you're, you're fulfilling different, you know, helping them accomplish their dream of home ownership. And you're also helping yourself accomplish your dream of whatever that end goal is. So my end goal was to buy rental properties. So in order to do that, I know I have to have 20% of a down payment to buy some type of property, mm -hmm. whether it's 500,000 or if it's a million. And I start doing the math, I'm like, man, like, why do I want a time block today? Why should I make those phone calls and really stick to this schedule? That's right, because I have a purpose. I have that goal, that property I want to buy a year from now, two years from now. Right. So that's what really has helped me out is just having something else tied to that to that schedule and not just saying, hey, I'm going to time block today from 11 to 12 and call expired. <laughs> but why? You have a reason behind it. Yeah. Yeah, because I think especially, um, I mean, it's January with the new year and stuff like that, but let's say I had a goal I want. I'm a new agent and I want to do um, – uh, let's say 25 transactions this year. And that's my goal. Um, and if that's my goal, and I, I I think a lot of agents like don't take that goal and then make it into smaller goals like you were talking. So like, oh, I want to do 25 transactions. And then at the end of the year, they see, oh, I only did 10. Weird. Uh, why did why that happen? But bec it's because they didn't break it down into smaller days. And then time block those specific actions that were going to lead to those 25 in the year. Right. Right. And it's, and it's, why do you want to do 25? What does 25 even equate to? Like, how do you come up with 25? Is it because your average price is 200,000? So, you know, 200,000 times 25 is what 4.8 million or something. Yeah. So it's like, why do you, so if you did 4.8 million, how much money are you making on commission? 
why do you want to make that kind of money? Are you going to take care of a family member? Are you going to, you know, help your mom out, help your dad, your brother, or sister? Yeah. Do you want to buy rental properties? Do you want to have extra income to take a vacation? Like whatever that is, you have to understand like there's a reason why you want to sell 25 homes. Mm. Have a bigger purpose. It's greater than yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Something like that. I like that. Uh, we do have a question coming in from Fargo. She asked, how do you pick yourself up when you don't feel 100% when prospecting? So um, that's a great question. I think it's more so, again, I don't want to keep hitting it with the, you know, I don't want to keep hitting it, but I think it's, again, know why you want to do it. That one client that you call today could be worth $10,000 for you. Yeah. If $10,000 would change your life or help you help somebody else, then it's worth it. You know what I mean? And you want to get to a point where you don't have to do the prospecting because there's days we all have it. You're going to have days where you don't want to make the phone calls. And some people, I mean, they're in it for six months making phone calls every day. They're tired of it. They don't want to do it. So maybe your purpose is to build, to get so much coming in that you build a team and now you have two agents on your team who are doing the calls for you. You're helping them out, but you're getting a cut of their commission. So it's yeah. also, it could be to have the experience to build your own team so you don't have to make those cold calls every day. Because if you think about it, 10 years down the road, there's some agents who are going to want a cold call expire listing still. But do you want to be that agent 10 years from now, 20 years from now, who's still doing it? And it's okay if you do. Well, I can tell you now from my conversations with other agents, they don't want to. Yeah, I think, and that's something we're aware of at Red X is, we want people to to have Red X and then hopefully one day be able to graduate from it and, and have a database that's so big that they don't need to be prospecting expireds or, or new leads like that because it's just referral business and uh, repeat business from there. And I think yeah. that's the goal for, for most people. Um, I know a lot of people that, that still like to prospect expireds and that's, that's awesome. But a lot of people do want to graduate from, from the grind. Um, and, and that's why working hard right now will pay off later. Is that yeah. fair to say? Exactly. And Fargo, her name was Fargo, right? Yes. Yeah. So another thing to that too, is write down your affirmations, write down your goals. I want to have $50,000 in my bank account by the end of 2021. I want to have, I want to, I want to represent what winning looks like. I want to be the role model that other agents look up to. I want people to look at me and wonder how I do what I do. Right. And when you write, write, write that stuff down for a long time, it's like, it's like you really become what you're writing down. You want to make that stuff happen. I'm selling 10 million a year in real estate. When you start writing it down physically, not just thinking about it, but writing it down and then reading it. Then it's like, okay, well, how do I get there? I have to make the prospecting calls. If you're not buying leads, if your pipeline isn't big enough, you don't have a choice. Right. And that's something like it's, I mean, like you said, everybody gets down. And like Fargo said, like uh, you can get down and not want to prospect and things like that. But if you have bigger goals, if you have bigger purposes, if you have these affirmations that um, are helping you, one, those bad days are going to be a lot less frequent. And two, you'll be able to pick yourself up, get to the things that need to get done because you understand what that would lead to. Yep. And again, the pipeline has to be big enough. When your pipeline's big yeah. enough and you don't feel like prospecting in a day, guess what? Something might come back to you. So for instance, uh, yesterday, this is crazy. So yesterday I actually had a, uh, it was a circle prospecting call I made three years ago. I have the text messages. Um, she literally texted me yesterday saying, hey, Zach, this is Lee over at this address. We spoke a couple years ago. I want to have my house listed by the middle of May. 
It's a four hundred thousand dollar house. <laughs> I talked to this lady literally three years ago, and she. So again, yesterday maybe I didn't want to prospect. You know, I was tired. Maybe I didn't want to prospect, or maybe I was out doing something with the kids, or just having you know just hanging out. And then you start getting leads that come back to you. Again, right. is it luck? Of course it's luck. But I also put the work in to get that luck to come to me. Yeah, I make phone calls. I like that. That's that's rare. I mean, years later it's that somebody rare. comes back, but still like the the work that you put in years ago is still paying off like the prospecting calls that you make today aren't going to show up in your bank account for months right Right. so you can't you have to have the mindset that this is like this is for future business this is the future and so that's why three months ago you better have made your calls or you're kind of screwed right now um so it is like that's awesome and again, that's a very rare occurrence, right? So the, what, what do they always say? What's the saying that they say? It's uh, the harder I work, the luckier I get or something like that. Right. <laughs> so it was definitely pure luck. I got that text yesterday, but it was something I did before. So when you yeah. don't want to make those phone calls, just know six months from now, a year from now, maybe even two years from now, you're going to thank yourself that you did it. Yeah. And that wouldn't have happened if you didn't make those calls on that specific day uh, to right. that specific lead. So that's really yeah. cool. Yep. Um, a, a really cool question from Amanda. She asked, what specific actions do you track regularly to ensure that you're meeting your goals? So we talked about prospecting and things like that, but what things do you make sure that you get done? So we, um, we do Tom Ferry coaching. We, we did it. I don't do it anymore, but we did a lot of Tom Ferry coaching and we used to track everything. So like how many hours of power, meaning how many hours you make a phone calls per day, how many people are you talking to and how many contacts, how many contacts and how many appointments? Hmm. Um, so that's really, I mean, we track it and I know now, like I have to talk to, I think my numbers last time I looked was like 11 to 14 people that I have to talk to before I can get a potential contract. Right. So it's a lot of tracking to do that. Um, not everybody can do it. Like I, I have, again, my assistant helps me with all that stuff, but I have a little book. I have a book that says I write down every day calls, contacts, and appointments. And if I talk to so many people and next thing you know, it gets to a point where they could be looking to do something in six months, I'll put them in my hot folder and I'll follow up with them. Perfect. And again, my Android, I can schedule messages to these people. Yeah. <laughs> so awesome. if they have an Android, there's a spot where you can schedule a message and again, do something different. Like even send a video text, a quick 20 second video text after you talk to a lead. It's completely different. Nobody else is doing it. Nice. Okay. Um, one more question, then I want to get into something. Uh, Larry asked, wouldn't you agree that goals are nothing more than commitments? I do agree with that. That's interesting. I like that. I think um, you have to have a commitment to want to write goals down. I had a saying I did about a year ago. I said something very similar to that because there's a difference with commitment versus goals. Mm-hmm. And you're exactly right, though, because a lot of people, like the word committed and commitment is so like nobody takes it seriously. I'm committed to making my calls today, but yet they never do it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like some people don't ever do it. So yeah, there's a difference with commitment versus goals, hundred percent. Cool. So I want to talk about, because you, you mentioned that you are, um, a master at lead conversion. So we've talked a lot about like prospecting and having the conversations. We had your script. So what specific things that you do, do you do to make sure that you actually convert these leads into contracts? So it's, it's that relationship builder. So again, we do a lot of business with the big three websites, uh, meaning Zillow, Realtor.com, and Trulia. Right. 
some agents hate it, but unfortunately, like I can't stop where the buyers are shopping at. Um, so we build our business by doing a lot of online generation, online lead generation with those sites. Um, I've dealt with a lot of leads and I've just, I've learned over time that the key is the follow-up, all the money in the follow-up and it's just having the right conversations and asking the right questions, not just saying, Hey, Brad, how are you today? Are you still in the market to buy a home? It's also taking the initiative and finding, taking a proactive approach and saying, Hey, Brad, if I were to find a home that did not have central air for you, is that a deal breaker for you? Like just something random. Yeah. Hey, Brad, if I found a house without a, with a pool in it, are you guys okay with a pool? Or I wasn't sure if you have kids that you might be scared with. You know I mean, some people are scared with the pool and having kids. So just something completely random that catches them off guard, but can get engagement through text. All your clients are on text. So the biggest thing is learning how to text people and getting the engagement that way. Hmm. And a lot of new agents are doing leads through Facebook because they're also cheap leads, right? Yeah. Facebook is very cheap to generate leads. Um, and they're a longer nurture. Like a Facebook lead is going to take you a lot longer to nurture that lead than a Zillow lead or maybe even an expired lead. Right. So having those engagement, being able to build engagement with those leads is very important. And the way you do it is just to ask those questions, not how are you, are you still in the market to buy a house, but just coming up with other questions to ask them. Interesting, because if, if there were other agents who are trying to get engagement, they would ask those simple questions that maybe wouldn't get a response. So uh, I like that you tailor it a little bit to get maybe more of a, like, a, oh, uh make them think and then they respond but the other thing is too with red x you can circle prospect right mm -hmm. so hey brad if i find a home that's not listed for sale yet and you know 20 other people have already saved it on zillow by the time you've seen it could i send you an off-market property if would you be interested in that mm, yeah you know, well they'll either they'll either ghost you and not text you mm -hmm. back but you keep following up or they'll say yeah send it my way send me the photos Perfect. Like build that engagement. And that's one way to, you're building value with them. Can I send you some off-market properties? You're taking the initiative where most other agents aren't asking them that question. That's perfect. And a lot of people are uh, a lot more willing to answer a text message than maybe a phone call these days. 100%. So. Absolutely. That's awesome. Well, hey, we are almost to the end of this episode, but I want to give you the last word. I want to ask you, what final advice do you have for agents, whether new, seasoned, things like that, uh, that you want to leave them with today? And my biggest thing is for a lot of agents is like, again, I know 87, they say 87% of agents fail in the business, right? Right. Um, and I was one of them. I was one of them who did it at the very beginning. The thing is, again, I said it earlier, but have that end goal, whatever it is, whether you want to play in the stock market, you want to buy a certain house, you want to buy investment properties, real estate sales is the vehicle that can help you get to that point. You want to take care of your, your um, mom or dad when they get older, you're in a position in real estate sales that you can, you know, if you put the work in, you can make a lot of money, help a lot of people get referral business and build that bank account up to help you do whatever it is that you want to do after the fact. I love that. So that's, it's, it's the right vehicle. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, no, I like that. It's your own business. It's your own thing. You can make with it whatever you want to. The sky, there's no limit for, for income. And when you feel like you are limited, you hire an assistant. When that gets too much, you build a team. And now you can take those vacations while your team is out selling houses. You're helping them make money. You're helping them take care of their family. 
you're taking care of yours. So it's a win-win and it's just a, a great vehicle to be in. So that's perfect. Well, Zach, thank you so much for taking your time to be with us on the podcast today. Um, for the people that are listening, where can they find you, reach out to you, um, and contact well, you? My, my biggest thing is Facebook. I'm all over Facebook. Um, Zach Kleindenst, you guys can find me there. Um, anybody has questions, like you guys can feel free to give them my, they can reach out to me through email, phone, Facebook message, whatever's easiest. Perfect. So. And, and we'll have all of his information below um, if anybody needs, wants to reach out to Zach with any questions. So thank you so much. Um, but thank you, everybody, for tuning in and asking your questions. This has been a great 45 minutes uh, filled with a lot of valuable information that I think um, a lot of people can apply right now to their business, working old expireds and, and converting leads and things like that. So thank you so much. Um, if you aren't already subscribed to our podcast, you can go to theredx.com forward slash podcasts uh, wait for the pop-up and put your email in um, and we'll notify you when we have new episodes uh, also be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel as as we have new videos coming out every week um, to help you uh, find opportunity in your business thank you so much everybody we will see you next Thursday uh, see you then.